The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Welcome back, everyone, to Sunset City. I'm Nick, the guy who is here all the time, forever and always. And with me, I have Chanel Pup. The scent yeah, if you want to smell like a water dog. <laughs> I'm dirty pretty, water dog. I'm pretty Gucci, yeah? What's up? <laughs> and the sexy cat lady who shits in a box. Cirrus. I... Look, it was only one time. And is also invisible, apparently. Apparently, because Discord Reactive messed up as we did our transition. <laughs> there we go. I am working now. Guys, this show is nothing but scuff. How are you doing? And we also have Wayne. Ever absent Wayne. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I've been alive <laughs> for a while now. Thank you very little. Well, just uh, unlike me... The guy who's been here all the time and forever. You've missed episodes here and there. Unlike you're me, right. You're right. I wish I, was, I wish I was on your level of consistency. Sir. Exactly. All right. So he's dead again. Brilliant. <laughs> oh my God. He actually is. He's not there. No. <laughs> Wayne is, now Wayne is, Wayne is a PNG now. I have Wayne as a PNG now. He has to be. <laughs> oh, no. I just want to be happy. That is oh a lot in today's America. <laughs> that, that is a lot. That is a lot. I'm sorry. I, we can't. Sorry. We got happiness at home, Wayne. Happiness at home, Wayne, <laughs> looks like talking about Sonic Colors again. God, fucking. We really should. We really should. We should just name that the episode. I just want to be happy again. <laughs> happiness at home is talking about Sonic Colors for the 15th time because a tiny little breadcrumb of information fell on our doorstep. Get that creature away <laughs> from me. Why is that thing behind him? Oh my god. What thing? There's nothing, there's nothing there. What are it you talking looks like about? His, there's a reaction, there looks like there's a reactive image going on behind him, sir. Look who's sitting next to you. <laughs> Watch your child. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, yeah. the reactive image is working now. Wayne is back alive again as if he never died. Wayne is Wayne is back. Possibly, boss. Good no, Lord, Gator Jesus has saved us this day. Fuck Gator Jesus. <laughs> you do not speak that blasphemy you in this house. do not blaspheme in this household, man. <laughs> I will throw down... With uh, with Vector, I don't even, what? I don't even care. Wayne, did you not that's, die? That's a weird and... hill to die on. Did man. you, did you not, okay. did you not die? And then three minutes later, were resurrected by Gator Jesus and the Discord reactive images. Is that not proof of our Lord and Vector Savior? You attribute my own <laughs> coolness to Gator Jesus. Yes. I did that by myself. He I'll have you... you know, I fought through so many goddamn Kamas clowns just. <laughs> to get through hell to come back onto this podcast. I am so bored with all of this. Hey, Devin left us $4.99 in the super chat. Super chats were broken for me last week, so I'm late to the party saying congrats to Wallace for becoming a mod. Good going, Wallace. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, we got Robert Downey in the chat. You know, he's a big fan of us. That's fantastic. But we um, can yeah. go and suck off Unleashed if we bash colors. That's like they are, the the level does the, the level design philosophy between Unleashed and Colors is fairly different. very different. So it yeah. it is perfectly. I used to think that it was bad to like one and hate the other, and then like after sitting down and playing both, I'm like, wait, hold on, no, no, these games were 
these games feel very different. But that's not yeah. the reason why the title is so today. The reason no. we fucking hate Sonic Colors today is because we just i don't want to talk about this shit anymore we really don't but we got nothing else to talk about none of us have anything no. in common nor are we friends <laughs> it's just <laughs> i i wanted to do a uh snyder podcast back in episode one but no it had to be sonic related well guess what guys sonic never does anything now now we're just stuck <laughs> talking about this idle headshot <laughs> idle hedgehog that's the new that's the new mobile game they need to make idle hedgehog he's been standing there tapping his foot glaring at us we're all doing the same sonic fans are just a bunch of people stood in a circle checking their watches like is there anything to talk about yet we got Wait, fuck all to talk about up, but... this isn't a podcast it's a moment of fucking silence for the sonic <laughs> fan base is what it is. This, is this is this is your intervention everyone this this is therapy for all of you, play other video games. They do exist. Uh, I fucking hate Sonic. <laughs> oh my god, play Klonoa. Please. Play Klonoa. Play Klonoa. Yeah. Klonoa cast. Welcome to the Klonoa cast. Where we talk All right, about so, a good set of games. Uh, but Jamal first... gave us a, uh, um, another super chat. Jamal, always good to see you, man. A happy B theory, everyone. And Nick <laughs> across Sally Acorn and Pup across Rouge to Wink. Still waiting on that fan art. Everybody and Chow Mix oh, is here. Hello, Chow Mix. I, I'm gonna say this right um, now, Nick. You need to do if you do a guest spot on my channel and you say what you just said, I guarantee you no less than three people will make that fan art for you and happily. You have a very thirsty fan base, man. It I, is, um, uh, it is true. Me. It is. I did, I did a beach episode yesterday. <laughs> I well, saw. what we're gonna do now <laughs> is actually stay on point and on track. And as much as we're sick and tired of talking about it, we are indeed talking about Sonic Colors. We were trying to figure out what to entitle this thing because we do have a couple of topics to talk about. And then we finally, Wade was just like, can we just say I'm fucking sick and tired of talking about Sonic Colors? And then, you know, we had to go back to the old favorite. I fucking hate Sonic. Look, look. So this um, forces us to say very weird things about a hedgehog. Uh, so, so yeah, there's um, there yeah there's a couple yeah. of uh <laughs> I I don't know which one we should talk about first because there's a couple of controversial things that I've been seeing a lot in Twitter and again this is mostly in Sonic discourse I don't think anybody outside of this really gives a shit but um Try. we do have a conversation between Ultimate and Emulation and we have a conversation about a specific piece of fan art that's been showing up in the preview images. Whether or not it shows up in the final product, we'll see. I've been kind of alarmed with how unfinished this old game has been in all the preview stuff. But we have a long history of that, and I thought that might be interesting to talk about. But since it might be the shorter subject, should we kind of get into that um, ultimate versus emulation thing? Do you think it is fair... To compare this to the dolphin emulation of the original Sonic Colors. Yes. I yes. One hundred absolutely do. If if so, it comes down to a couple things. First first and foremost, is it fair? Oh god damn it, pup. Anyway. There is a caveat. Um, this is just how I'm feeling with all the colors talk we're having to do. Uh, <laughs> but I'd say yeah, I'd say it's fair, but there is a caveat. So here's here's the thing. First of all. If you, as a multi-billion-dollar company, cannot 
outdo what fans are doing in in half the time in many cases um because the difference between emulation especially with dolphin and something like colors is that there is no like strict single game optimization that happens in emulation the emulator just happens to be able to do a variety of things very well if you cannot do that with a single optimized game uh you if you cannot outperform that with a single optimized game as a multi-billion dollar studio with a several you know hundred person uh, uh team then that i feel is indicative of failures on your on your team's part and failures on your company's part secondly over and above that uh why is it fair to compare these things because one is being made as a a remaster of an older game uh, where they're taking all of the assets and they have access to that source code and they can revamp it in any way they want. They want to swap a new model in, they can do that. They want to upgrade a texture, they can do that. When you talk about an emulation, however, that emulation will always be tied to its original assets. If you're an unmodded emulation, mind. It'll always be tied to its original assets and it will always be shackled to those assets. And if those assets that are over 10 years old now that it is shackled to outperform and outshine things this is not necessarily the case in colors but this has happened with other games if those original assets when upscaled in an emulator that is not optimized for that game outshine the official product the official remastering from the company then that is in in, in my opinion not acceptable as a as a product that you want us to pay for i know there's a counter argument where people are like well you're not paying for the emulation versus x uh actually considering most emulators can run games that you do in fact own you can do a ripped iso you can do stuff like that you're you you are using a game that you own that argument doesn't fly yeah um i agree <laughs> uh when it comes down to it um i think it is on sega to prove to us to double dip that it's worth coming back to this that it's worth revisiting this and it should be no question when we see a a remaster trailer just even even if you take aside like the graphical graphical fidelity of like a 4k monitor whatever whatever people are arguing that's saying that not everyone has dolphin emulator trey put it i saw him argue it on twitter and we, we will get to his super chats uh yeah not everybody owns a switch like, like there you, was you one thing I was going to mention, though, and that's part of my caveat: is that a gaming PC costs more than a gaming console. Not, not fair. a game, not a gaming PC that has to run Dolphin. You can run Dolphin. Yeah, can... yeah, worse I find because, like, I find that my PC chugs a lot more with emulation than you, it does. You don't have a PC; you have a laptop. But regardless, still a game no, I think that's, takes less that's space. an incredibly weak argument because I don't think optimization is the issue there. I think art direction goes a very long way. And if they're going back in there and they're redoing assets or tweaking things here or there as they clearly are, it should be no question in anybody's mind that something named Sonic fucking colors should be more vibrant, should be more colorful, should be, without a shadow of a doubt, the way to play it. Especially if you're going to be bold enough to call it the ultimate version of this game. What I'm instead seeing... It's just a slapdash attempt to take advantage of Sonic's newfound popularity thanks to the movie to the point where they're shoving in, like I keep saying, shoving in merch that they couldn't shuffle last time. And Because, I mean, really, if they're going to do any kind of pack and toy, 
It should be a wisp. As tired as we are, it should be the, like the little white wisp or something. It should along be. It should be, it should be the jade wisp. That's the that's the new thing coming into the game. Give us a jade wisp, or give us the hat again. Or, or the what the fuck is that white ones or the blue ones? Whatever the one that's like chatting with Sonic the whole whole game. Oh, Yakker. Yaka. Yakker. Yeah, I mean, give it doesn't Yacker. make any kind of sense. It's it's just a, a slapdash product, and I still think it's okay for us as fans to be like, hey. Sonic is a big deal, and yeah. I would really appreciate it if you guys treated him like a big deal. Ratchet and Clank is expected to be a phenomenal game, regardless of how well it sells. It will sell well, but, like, Sonic is, like, I think people forget, like, Sonic is more popular than Ratchet and Clank by a country mile. Like, I I think it's fair for us to expect a little bit more from them. Um well, and we used to we used to reasonably have those expectations. Like it used to be that when a new Sonic game came out, you there were two things that you knew: one, you were getting something quality, and two, you were getting something different, something that stood apart from everything else that was on the market, and something that was also going to be of a decently high quality. And it, it's a dead horse to say we haven't had that for a while, but it's also a reality. So I like, um, I like Shao Mix. Oh, sorry, I'm starting to pop. Uh, Shao Mix. Give me whispers so I can launch it in the sky with a firework. Yeah, yes. get the rocket. There you go. Rocket. Boom. Oh, rocket wisp. So uh, what I would kind of, I guess, say is like the overall question here is Sega, um, if they had basically sold an emulation of Sonic Colors that's upscaled, runs at 60 frames per second, and uh, is in full 4K, uh, they they could have saved a lot of money in doing so. Um, like from what I've heard, it's like Blind Squirrel basically tried to port the game first, and then it all fell apart. So they had to rebuild a lot of things from scratch again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it would just be cheaper to sell an emulation, like what um what Nintendo did with the Super Mario 3D All Stars. Yep. All the same, I would expect it to be a much lower price tag if they were going to do that. It, but like. It... I feel like, um, obviously, in doing the ultimate thing, they can justify that higher price tag a little better. But the question is, is it a lot of work for a sum total that's not worth it? And that's what I feel the actual question of, like, debate is. Because, like, yeah, I, I'm going to factor out the whole PC gaming versus console, blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, a game is going to be more accessible the more consoles it's on and if it's not a pc exclusive emulation thing which is why i think the move to do a sonic colors re-release on more consoles is a smart thing as for the way that they've gone about it if they did just release it as a straightforward emulation there would be the pc gamers saying well why the fuck do i need to buy this because i can basically do that already with the addition of mods such as sonic two uh, sonic true colors by uh, the geek critique and a bunch of other things so sega have obviously had to make something that is alternative and a bit different to what you would be getting if you were to emulate it at full power now the question is does ultimate live up to that in regards to set so basically i would say overall i think the game does look better and i stand by that even with tropical resort looking a little bit more nighttimey and having you know brought out things like the signage and stuff a little more I think it looks better, but I think Sonic Colors Ultimate has some very strange quirks about it, which is kind of like, okay, 
why are these here if you're selling this off as the ultimate version, the ultimate package, the big re-release, such as, you know, the lighting on the top of Sonic's head always seeming to be present, even when he's in the shadows. Despite the lighting of the other areas. Yeah, why does he have metal rings on his wrists? Why are his eyelids always kind of present? Like, there's a lot of very strange little oddities about this repackage, and it is the question of... If you're going so far as to release an ultimate version of Sonic Colors, polish it up properly. Why is the Wii Sonic model been remastered when they could have just used something like the Generations model or the Forces model? Now, what I think this is, is actually so that the cutscenes look a bit less out of place because the cutscenes are still the Wii ones upscaled by AI. And even there, I'm thinking... That's really like they could have done more. Because, you could like, you could have literally just re-rendered the, those scenes. The the, well, the source code behind them is still the same. Let's say they don't have the resources. That's what everyone's going with. Is like they've basically AI upscaled the originals because they don't have the resources. Sega must have deleted them off the books ages ago and reanimated. They they could have still if they didn't have the budget to remake them all. They could have taken those old cutscenes, AI upscaled them, and then color graded them to match the gameplay and the new lighting engine, added a little bloom filter to it so it at least looks a bit more similar. They haven't. They've just left it as is. And it's like, there's just so many things where it's like, it's the ultimate version of the game, but it's still like, well, there's a bit of a juggling between which is better, the Wii or the thingy. And it's like, I'd say this is better, but it's still like, I've got so many questions as to why there are so many weird little quirks with this one. So it's like, yeah, it's like my opinion of it is overall higher than I think a lot of you guys is, but I still have a lot of questions. Like, I think I've got the same questions on my mind about this that a lot of you guys have. It's just the overall sum total of my thoughts raises a little bit. Um, But like, yeah, I think like Sega have been smart if they want to compete with emulation they do need to add things like uh you know uh rival russians cosmetics and stuff smart move it's it's one of those things where it's just a little half-baked and i think it's one of those things where sega probably haven't given blind squirrel entertainment enough budget and it's like again sega give your devs the leeway give them what they need to work that's that's my two cents yeah i don't disagree with you there um yeah and uh geek critiques uh, I really want to check out when I when I can get in front of my desktop again. I do want to check out his mod because I do like his his thought process behind it. It's like, look, um, these two levels were clearly meant to be one full one at some point. Look at where it stops. Look at where this next one starts. And I guess even him alone, he was able to tinker to the point where he, I guess, combined a lot of those acts together. Am I dis- Am I wrong in that? I've played it, and I didn't notice much of that, so much as more it following the three-act structure. Um, I don't know if he combined them. If he did, I didn't really notice it. Especially, like, when you look at, like, mods of uh, Sonic Generations, where they put Tropical Resort in there, for example, you see, like, a transition from Act 1 to Act 2, as in, like, it's all one stage. This wasn't present in this. It's interesting to see the overall structure, because, yeah, it does balance out the 3D and 2D a lot better, close to Sonic Generations, the problem is you end up with a game that's 45 minutes long. I don't think oh. there's necessarily a problem with a Sonic game that's, like, that short. That's that's the length of the classic games for most yeah, of them. Yeah, but you can't, you can't sell that in 2010 for that price tag at 45 oh, that minutes. Well, one way, the, <coughs> one way or the other, we're going to have to wait to see what this final product is. Um... I just, yeah, there's a lot of concerning little things that we've been noticing. Um, 
think the thing that bugs me is that it, it it feels like such a weird thing because I can't say that they aren't putting any effort into it. It's just that it feels like they're trying harder to accomplish less. Well, we don't even know if they're trying that hard, honestly. I mean, regardless of what Blind Squirrel's going through with this game, it's not the consumer's problem. It's it's yeah. it's quite simply like if this game is this game worth your money or not. That's all it comes down to. I get and, what uh, Wayne Chalmix brings like... up a good point though. He's like the fact that there's even an argument about the two versions kind of tells me that SCU just isn't enough added value. And again, we will see. I've not played this new version. And I am genuinely curious to play the original versus this one. But I do think a lot of fans give way too much leeway to a giant corporation that holds the reins to one of the most iconic uh, uh, video game mascots of all time. One that still remains relevant despite, despite a very, very rocky history. Whether or not you like 06 or Shadow or any of those games... That tanked the franchise's reputation, and that is, I mean, that is, most franchises do not come back from that. They just don't. I, I, I just think that one of their more critically acclaimed ones, regardless of what the fan base thinks about it now, regardless of the, you know, entire point of it being like a, a quick, quick and easy release while they work on something else, I do think it deserves a little bit more attention and love. And when fans are doing that in their free time, I think it kind of goes to show, like, I Sega's just doing things just to just to be different, just to you know excuse that price point or this re-release, without really thinking of how can we actually improve this game. The difference for difference's sake, and not because there's a practical reason for it. Again, we don't know. We I've not played yeah. it, but that's my concern. Well, I was gonna say that's kind of what I'm getting at is that. Um... They could have gone the easy route, uh, run it through an emulator, basically have it essentially be the same game and just get it running essentially better boost the the um, the shaders or something. I don't know. Basically, get it working around the same way that the uh, that it runs on Dolphin. They'd basically they have to get it better than what you can do a Dolphin, though, in well, order well, to. Yeah, in it, order to justify that... a release. That's exactly what I mean, though, is that they're trying harder to accomplish less. It's it feels like um, there's just so much that could could have been done you if know, the allocation what, of resources had been. The, the simple thing would have been to do is get emulations because like emulating it is so much quicker than what they're doing with Sonic Kong's Ultimate emulations of like with the, with the time that they saved doing the ultimate treatment, spend that time emulating unleashed and generation as well and sell them as a three collection yes and just like please. Yeah, upscale them yeah but i, I that prefer would, that that would make so much more sense and then it's like oh takeshi Azuka can still go on about how oh it's a it's a it's a good entry point for fans because like yeah get, get some recap for what sonic is now so like the sonic boost collection can i give can i give a caveat to that though yeah, go ahead. Give I, me the caveat. The caveat is, if they're going to do that, I, as much as I want that, I want that so badly, but I want them to do that for 20 to $30, because I do not want a Mario All-Stars situation again. Yeah, it's as I was saying, though. I would rather have, like, Sonic Colors Ultimate than, like, a Mario All-Stars situation. But, like, that's the thing, is I don't think you can justify selling just an emulation of Sonic Colors. And I think Sonic Colors Ultimate is easier to justify than that. But what's a million times more easy to justify is a collection. 
Potentially, but we run, <clears throat> run into a couple of problems there. Again, we're not developers. We don't actually know how challenging it would be to to emulate all that. I can't imagine it's that difficult. Um, secondly, you're going to immediately have fans be like, where's the adventure collection? Um, yeah. So let's see what's going on with that. because we They'll have just Origins ignore that the year. way they always <laughs> ignore us adventure fans. And then there's also, um, I actually wanted to ask you about this, Wayne, specifically. Um, I'm wondering if the discourse is going to be flipped around where a lot of people talking about Zelda and Sonic were much more hyped on Sonic, like actually going out of the way and doing things as opposed to Zelda, which didn't look like it was doing that much and was still costing like 60 bucks. But between your video and Gilly's video, it sounds like they made proper quality of life improvements, even if they're being shitty about one specific one hiding behind an amiibo. I will say, and I tried to touch on this in my um, in my my own review of Skyward Sword HD, the the ability to use the amiibo to uh, like warp up into the sky from basically anywhere on one of the lower planes of of the world, I no longer takes very seriously because not once throughout the entire like thirty hours that I played that game did I want that feature. I never felt like I needed it. Uh, it. I think that they added more like save stations and everywhere where it was simply more convenient to get where I was trying to go anywhere anyway. If I ever needed to go up into the sky, it was when I was right next to a statue that would let me do it anyway. And um, as far as for like the quality of life changes, yeah, uh, certain things are definitely a lot better with Skyward Sword HD. I think it's... Uh, it did the thing that I, I want out of a remake, which is essentially be, oh, okay, I no longer have a reason to go back to the Wii version now. Uh, it, like, there's literally, literally no reason to play the Wii version now that the Switch version is available, unless you just have to play it with that golden uh, Wii remote, in which case, you know, what, fair enough. I mean, but, um, to be but fair, it, I hmm? do think Ultimate will obsolete the original. And I think it, it may. Uh, it's just that it, it... I think from a visual standpoint, there's definitely going to be a lot of people... Personally, I prefer the visuals of Ultimate. But you're still going to have people that prefer what it was like in the original. Kind of wish they went for a Halo Combat Evolved like Anniversary Edition sort of thing, where you can literally just switch between the different visual styles on the fly with a push of a button. Um... Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Like, it, It's more novel if you're going from, like, OG Xbox to, like, 360 and the, the graphical difference is, is so much uh, more significant, but... I think there's gonna... I think there's always gonna be people who are like that, though. That, like, they... Regardless of any objective measure of the artistic improvement, uh, yeah. that a, a new version... And this is with any game, not just with Ultimate, but there's always gonna be people who prefer the original. I have a friend who, despite the fact that ocarina of time 3d exists and it looks just infinitely better except in one scenario to the original uh he's just like nah i just like the original more i just really like the way it looks more and i just yeah. some you can't sometimes you can't argue with that kind of preference like it just happens and and i i also do want to say real quick yes bowsette uh, we see you the, uh, hammering in the, the same comment over and over again that the game isn't Leave worth that $60. Stuff for chat. That's, that's not great to listen back on. Don't, yeah. don't bring attention to it. 
I, I'm just saying the price tag thing is is such a because consumers are never going to want to pay top dollar for something. Yeah, nobody has ever agreed that Skyward Sword HD should have ever been $60. And that's one thing that I can commend uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate for. And one thing, yeah, one reason I'm willing to go a little easier on it is that it is, you know, a, a 40, uh, a $40 game versus a, uh, a $60 game for a re-release. Um, it's just that, like, I don't know. Skyward Sword HD, I appreciate because it changed my, my mind about the game that was present. I don't regret any of the money I spent on it because now I have a new appreciation for a title that I used to very, very much not like. What, Sonic Colors? People like that game already. And, and that's like... At least Skyward Sword has it still has these huge structural issues in the second port, like the second half of that title. But they're so much easier to manage, and they really don't like they 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 don't stand out to me quite as much anymore because I'm not also constantly dealing with oh my god I have to flap my arm around every time I want to fly or like <laughs> swing my my arm wildly uh, you know to swing a sword and everything like that and bear in mind I was never one of the people that said the biggest problem with Skyward Sword was ever the motion controls I thought they were just fine um playing with a pro controller through the switch port I'm sorry I know I'm rambling but it it's like playing playing with a uh, with a pro controller on the switch port it, it's just it, the it recontextualized the events of the entire game it recontextualized the structure uh sonic colors is going to play the same exact way that it did back in the day actually uh, there's one change i have actually just you've reminded me of um mm -hmm. basically um with the remap buttons thing you actually can set up the quick step buttons to be on the shoulder buttons as opposed to using the joystick oh, to both run forward and fucking god so oh, that okay, is confirmed yeah. that is that confirmed. is confirmed. yeah and that's that, brilliant that is I'm an hoping objective they'll do the improvement same I'm hoping they'll do the same for the drift and that maybe they'll make it available even during sections that don't require it. That's what I would like to see. If they don't, okay, that will be a little disappointing. But like... Yeah, that was one of my it's, issues it's a, with... It's an odd one. That was one of like, my issues with Colors going from Unleashed was that like, it felt... It felt more streamlined in a lot of ways, but it also felt like the game just went, okay, now here's the time where you're allowed to drift, Jimmy. Now here's the well, time where yeah, you are like allowed to the... quick step. The 3D sections in Colors are very much designed for motion controls and to be a Wii game. And that's why they are a bit more restrictive than, in, say, Unleashed in Generations. Because, like, um, well, that, that's basically it. And that's why I do think that Colors won't quite hold up as well now as it did on the Wii. Is because the 3D level design, very much designed with the Wii mode in mind. And it's like, if you play it without that, like, I'm used to playing it on a keyboard and mouse, basically. Well, trackpad. Um, and, like, it it's not as exciting because you know you could be doing so much more with this gameplay style in a less restricted space. So, again, the, the, the choice to just do colors as the big entry point now, questionable. But that said, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how gaming journalism has been receiving it in the recent preview videos. And they're all kind of making the same comments that they made back in 2010, that Sonic Colors is one of the best ones, it's as good as it ever was before, that this is the future of Sonic, that the 3D and 2D are quintessential staples of Sonic going forward, and so are the Wisps. Like, I think uh, on GameSpot, they said that Sonic Colors is a lore dump 
for the Wisps that would go on to be a staple of the series. So that it's like feels really weird considering there's a very different perspective shared from yeah. Sonic fans to gaming journalists. That's yeah, uh, that's that's pretty normal though. Like usually, this is a, this is an issue we find in a lot of like uh, more niche communities. And the, the Sonic fandom, despite the fact that he is a super popular character, it is a niche community. It is, and there's no yeah. real denying that. Um, but there's whereas the the more niche Sonic fandom looks at the Wisps as a thing that they're tired of because we've played these games several times now and functionally Wisps are supposed to act as power ups but they act almost intrusive with the exception of like a few of them they feel intrusive like outside of drill and laser they really feel intrusive especially Rocket feels well super so I would say me. like on, I wouldn't call on them power ups my... at all. My overall thought, my overall thought on the Wisp is like, it would be different if it was like the shields. Like if you look at like Sonic Three and Knuckles, for example, the Insta shields and stuff can be classified as power ups. Yeah. Now the difference is you're still playing as Sonic, but with that power up enabled. Whereas when you get a Wisp, you transform you, you into something else. You stop playing as Sonic. You start yeah, playing exactly. as the Wisp. So if they if they were to basically bring back elemental shields, but the in universe explanation for them is they're different Wisps. So it's like. The fire wisp gives you the fire shield and stuff like yeah. that. Then I could roll with well, the like... wisps as a part of Sonic's lore. I could roll with them as uh, as a staple of the series. But the fact is, I don't want to play every single Sonic game going forward and transform into a fucking gun. Like, so, yeah. like I don't mind like I don't mind things like the wispin. I really like the wispin. I like taking wisps and using them uh, in in that. Because, like, yeah, do we do we not want more gun gameplay after Shadow the Hedgehog and mech sections in the adventure games? Sure, why not? But at the same time, I think that the Wispin is a fine implementation of Wisps. If you have a character... Yeah, I thought it was smart. I can can you imagine wanna... Omega with a Wispin? I wouldn't want it with Sonic, but, like, I guess, like, if you were to have an alternate play style that would include Wispons, sure. That's... Yeah, just, just keep them that, away from Sonic. Sonic Forces definitely implemented Wisps better than sonic lost world did i agree with that you know what actually if you guys don't mind me doing a little bit of revisionist history while we're you know jumping off topic here kind of yeah. um but i always kind of wish they would have done because those stupid fucking uh zeddy look so much in line with the design of the wisps I, that's why i hate them they should so have had like evil shut up. wisps shut up <laughs> let me finish they've, they've done that before no but i felt like what if that was like their primary predator you know what if it was like like lost hex was actually like like a it wasn't like this thing in the sky of sonic's world it was a separate world and they were like an invading force and they're trying to take over the wisps or you know consume the wisps whatever like just some continuation between colors and lost world if they're going to keep going down that line and then enforces is like a full-on alien invasion or some shit like that instead of Eggman taking over the world. As much as that, I would like to see that interpretation of Eggman doing those things, they removed everything I gave a fuck about. I would have loved to see Eggman actually take over the world. I talk about it in, in speed reading, but... What they, um... If they wanted, like, a Wisp thing, we should have had a Wisp trilogy, bring in, like, Eggman who's fucking with, with the Wisps, and then it turns out, like, oh... No, you're you're fucking with the bread and butter of the Zeti. They're coming in and they're going to cause problems, and then finalize it with with forces, which would have actually justified everything being what it was. And then the you know bringing the Wisp back in to you know help fight the war in the weird little way that they did. I would have preferred that, and I think Sonic fans would have been more okay with 
um, the Wisps and the Zeti if there was some continuation between these stories because they just show back up over and over again and there's no in-game explanation for why they're there when if you take colors by itself it is like if you, if you take out the cringy jokes it is kind of a the the classic song story of hey here's this guy who's it's, it's a story of envi environmentalism like yeah what look at this fun, flashy place but look at the reality of it look at what it's doing to this natural world because when I got to Planet Wisp, like, it was beautiful and sad, and it was kind of awesome. Like, that was a very memorable turning point in, in the game, and what I don't know, man. What they could have done for, like, a constructive perspective on this would be if they treated Sonic Lost World as Sonic Colors 2, and the Lost Hex was not part of Sonic's world, but part of the Wisp's world. And, like, maybe Sonic is just monging out, you know, smoking weed and shit, and then the Wisp's... <laughs> send out a signal to say, hey, we're under attack from the Zeti. They're like kind of this mythical thing here. So Sonic and Tails jet out to Planet Wisp and uh, the Lost Hex is this thing layered if above the planet, like part the of the Lost The Lost Hex could just be the moon. Like it could be Planet Wisp's moon. Yeah, but then it, like my kind of thought there is like space travel isn't normal for human beings. So I, I kind of feel like if it's just part of their atmosphere, like their upper atmosphere, it makes more sense for the Wisp to be able to reach it because like, Otherwise, what, are they just flying to the moon on the daily to get their shopping? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, they could have it take place above the world of Planet Wisp, and um, you'd have a harder time weaving Dr. Robotnik into that, unless he's just kind of cleaning up and stuff. But like, yeah, they could have treated it as kind of one organic story, and like Sonic Lost World could have been Sonic Colors Chapter 2. Right. And um, then, like you say, you could jettison it to forces, but Again, another question about forces is with the Wispons, how does that work? What did they do with the Wisps in there? Did they just like shove they, a Wisp inside a gun and shoot it? No, like, they, they explain they that in... They, 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 yeah, they explain that a lot in IDW stuff. Basically, the Wisps transform into energy when they're in the gun so that when you fire them, uh, they do not suffer any damage, but it is still like... It's still like firing a laser at someone. You're still firing like raw energy at them but the wisp so, themselves oh, their power yeah yeah the wisp themselves are unharmed because they're they're fighting as energy and they turn back to batter when they're done and it'd be funnier just take a wisp and just start shoving it down the barrel and all right like, yeah all right, time, time to go <laughs> i've always yeah i've always just loved the idea that like sonic is just consuming their energy whenever he uses a wisp and that afterwards just this little gray half dead alien just pops out of him so there Jesus is this correct i i kind of want to so, Nick, I like the idea of uh, having there to be actual continuity with the Wisps, uh, because like that's that's kind of something IDW did a little bit with Whisper is like they gave us a reason that these guys are still here. And I and having that on a grander scale, like why are the Wisps as a race of creatures still around? Uh, oh, I, I like Whisper. this. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. it's a pun. It's a pun. <laughs> Um, but it didn't work. <laughs> I I like that idea, and I, I I especially like the idea that that actually harkens back to some of the story design we had in the more adventure era of games. Because if you think about it, with uh with Adventure Two, we get Shadow, right? We get the mystery of Shadow, then he dies, and then in Heroes, uh, he comes back. We have that whole little scenario where is he a clone, is he not a clone? But during the confirmation of who actually is Shadow, we get the invasion of the Black Arms. And they're invading because Shadow's awake. And now that Shadow's awake, Black Doom has a reason to be here and fuck shit up. 
I like that idea on paper, and I would like to see it basically the exact same thing that you said, Nick. Take that same functional idea we've already done in Sonic. An event has happened. Now an invading force is here because of that event that, that nobody could have foresaw. Now Eggman bringing Planet Wisp here has created the Zeddy as an invading force that now have to be contended with. I would have, yeah, I, I would love that because cool. we've had yeah. it before and it was say what you want about Shadow of the Hedgehog being a stupid, edgy mess of a game. I don't hate the idea of the black arms on paper and I don't hate. It's, it's almost like making use of what you have. It's a good idea. To better storytelling. Yes. Utilization <laughs> I mean, of assets is good. Look, it, it, I mean, we can all agree. Okay, never mind. That's getting it down a dangerous rabbit hole. So, okay, I have always maintained the thought that the uh, the Star Wars prequels were not exactly great films. However, um, Clone Wars, the Clone Wars series, took a lot of the elements that I did not care for and then did something new with them. Hey, you get it. You can always do something with a uh, with an idea that's maybe questionable or didn't it work or, so much like the first it, time it, 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 yeah. it like it helps like that's the thing is sonic team as far as they're concerned continuity is just making a little joke about something that happened in the past or throwing in an old level but like if you actually enrich what you have you get something out of it like like what they do with the clone wars it enriches the prequels like, yeah and and not to mention like a lot of it also comes down to execution because for on the topic of star wars i'm a, a huge fan of the extended universe a lot of those old books did with the exact same source material infinitely better than what the movies did and you can it, it sometimes and clone wars does the same thing despite it being an anthology series and me preferring chronological order uh i Sometimes you can take those exact same assets that aren't received well and do more with them. What I'm saying is, Sega, uh, please give Infinite a second chance. He has so much potential. I agree with that. Uh, Sirius, <laughs> also, I laughed when you... <laughs> I just, I feel like I owe you an explanation. When you said it comes down to execution, I laughed because I just imagined you executing Sonic. <laughs> My God. All right, Sonic. It's time to go. Just him in a go. guillotine. Just like, <laughs> down it goes. The unblinking one has summoned you to death. <laughs> <laughs> You're too slow. <laughs> so shall we? So we can just get off the fucking subject of Sonic Colors for a second. Shall we talk a little bit about this fan render controversy? You mean before the thing we do by addressing its utilization in Sonic Colors? Pop? Before we do, we do need to do super chats. Yes, True. yes. Let's yes, do that. Yes. All right, we've we've saved them, right? No, uh, <laughs> I've got them, I've got them up here. Um, Who will do the honors? Okay, so yeah, I think you need uh, to go up a little higher than that, Cirrus. Well, no, I've I'm actually just going into viewer activity. Wait, why is it only show one in viewer activity? That's weird. That's weird. Anyway, Wayne, you said. Okay, I actually did miss one. Uh, oh shoot. Uh, okay, I I think it was also from uh from our 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 pal Jamal pup. There uh, it who, is. Who was uh congratulating Nick on on his uh. Uh, subscriber milestone recently so thank you for that uh we also have uh devin mccann uh with five dollars i've been wondering who does nick simp for in idw sonic since sally doesn't exist and i think the clear answer is definitely tangle no 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 all right fine whisper has, the, whisper has the breasts to be fair 
Jesus Christ. Um, who is right, it, Nick? Who is it, Nick? Sally, forever and always. But you've got to you pick one up. from IDW. Yeah, don't, you don't just stop loving, all right? It's, it's not about love, you okay? Stand, if, you if stand Sally, at the edge of the cliff, looking out on the sea and the horizon, waiting for okay, your long so love to return. This is not about let's love. Let's just fucking say that this Sally came lust. to you and was like, Hey, Nick, I want to have a fucking, free, a, a fucking threesome. And you have to pick one of the girls from the IDW comics, and Sally will leave you if you don't have the threesome. Shit, I hit my microphone. Um... Who are you picking? Well, we'll do pre and post reboot Sally, obviously. <laughs> IDW, IDW, motherfucker! You gotta pick gonna, one. You're not gonna cram me into a hole here. You ain't cramming me into a hole here. Well, Sally it, right? sure wants to cram you into one hole that isn't her not hole. So fucking pick one, motherfucker. Cramming into holes is the whole conversation here, Nick. It is indeed the whole conversation. Okay, Cyberfox with $5. Let's be fair, <laughs> the only real reason people are hyped for colors is so they can play another 3D Sonic game on the Switch and PS4 that isn't He just doesn't want to cross uh... the boundaries. I appreciate you being respectful. <laughs> I, like that, I like that one sheep character with the cowbell. She's going to be a problem eventually. <laughs> she is. She's she always looks pissed. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you for your comment. Cyber Rally Fox. for Sally, bitches! <laughs> My God, we will never leave this topic. This is now a Sally podcast. Astonishing it's red always has been. <laughs> Five dollars, four ninety nine USD. Trey's got a point. I think there were super chats before Palchima because he did leave us. A, he did leave yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. For f sake, guys. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about Trey, who's never been on this show even yeah. once. All right. But he was in a jar once, I think. All right, do you want me to go back to the top? I'll go back to the top, okay? Okay, let's have a look. Let's there's have only a look so here. far it'll let me scroll up. Oh, yeah, no, there's only so far it'll let me Okay, oh right, God, so God, we we've, got to, we've got to get quicker on the Super Chats. That's what Well, we Trey did say last time, he was just like, hey, um, Nick sounded sexy as hell last week, something along those lines. We always appreciate the support, Trey, and you're basically our, our fifth member, man. Come on. But, you know, yeah. just like the Ninja Turtles, there are only four, so you're just kind of like Venus, and we'll forget you even exist. Anyway. There is no Trey. fourth Powerpuff Girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, funny. I'm a horrible friend. Where's the simping for Blaze? Blaze is hot. Quite literally. I don't like her design very much. I don't like those heels. I think she's a good design, but I've never found her, like, sexually attractive. I just, I don't like the heels, especially <laughs> since she runs all the time, man. It just... I like how, um, how, like, we're Sonic fans, all right, because we're nonchalantly saying, oh, I don't know, I don't find that animal sexually attractive. <laughs> Look, they're, anthrop they're anthropomorphic, and that is all that matters, and I think... They still have nasty animal buttholes. <laughs> Entails canonically. <laughs> True. Tails canonically does have a butthole. He does have the butthole pixel. Doesn't he have that in <laughs> Minecraft? Alright, well? so yeah, what I'm we've April. learned here is don't, that we've don't. got to read the super chats much sooner. I mean, I think that's why actually YouTube has the inbuilt ticker thing, is that like, it has this thing that ticks down on the super chat individually, and you're supposed to answer it within that time as like a guideline thing. No, that's not a guideline. That literally is just so that your thing is highlighted for longer for people to see based on the amount of money you drop in. Look, man, I don't have to listen to you Hollywood elite types, okay? Like... This is the real world, not the your little bubble. <laughs> the globalist elites are going to stop Super Chats! 
<laughs> Sonic fans are just diet furries. No, dude, they're their own subsect of furries. It's kind of like there are Sega fans, but Sega fans doesn't mean you're a Sonic fan. Like, it's it's bloated to a point where it's like, does not mean you're one and the same. There's Sega fans and there's Sonic fans. There's furries and then there's Sonic furries. They're yep. just their own subsect, man. It's true. There's a lot. There, there are infinitely more OCs available to Sonic Furries, and that sounds weird to say. <laughs> Trey was like, "Damn, I'm April. Ain't nobody simping for you, Trey. Don't even play that game." But anyway, he's let's... not even Casey Jones. Uh, hey, fucking hey, <laughs> selves, guys. I simp for Trey. Well, well, hey, makes, somebody obviously. has to. I would love um, to, right, to play so with my have, uh, What did we miss? Yeah, there's still super chats. Yeah. Wayne, do it. I've, yeah. Okay, Astonishing Red, $5. It would have been great if Lost World uh, was given another shot to improve in a sequel. It almost felt like a Nintendo level of quality, just my opinion. Felt like Nintendo emulation, absolutely. <laughs> I would say <laughs> yeah. that if you, took, if you took Sonic Lost World, made a sequel with more like a Sonic Adventure 2 style of like art style and shit, then you'd... Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have the Sonic identity back in back in action. Like, yeah, that orchestral theme is cute and all, motherfucker, but it belongs in a Mario game, bitch. Put like the Crush Forty back in it. Make it urban again, and fucking go with the windy shit. Have the parkour system. Do all that, but get rid of the simple little blocky art style that you go for there. Get rid of all that Mario looking shit ass motherfucker. Make it a proper Sonic game with the parkour system and the anti gravity style gameplay. And bada bing, bada boom, you got yourself one kick ass experience. Experience. I thought the game looked fine. I liked how it looks. It looked like a fucking Mario game. <laughs> yeah, Mario games look Mario nice. Look I, yeah, but I want a Sonic game to look like a so Sonic game. Most, so do most <laughs> platformers, and actually, so do a lot of Sonic games. No, it's a silly they argument. don't. Basically, the point I'm making is that Sonic Lost World looks more like a Mario game than any Sonic game ever made. Capiche? Yeah, we got that. I just think it looks fine. Put me foot up your ass. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> Wait, hey, hold think, on. When did Sonic you become the violent one? Much, I think Sonic has done too much shit at this point to really claim it has a visual identity when it comes to level it design. It had a visual identity. Yeah, and it and spunked it, it, it away. It, it yeah. did. That's why they're doubling down on it now. So there's like a baseline understanding of what Sonic is. You guys call it meta error. It's them defining what Sonic is for everybody in a main, mainstream. Uh, aspect. That's but why now we go it looks, to Green Hill. But now it, it looks more like before. Sand Hill. It was better before. Um, <sighs> anyways. I'd uh, be happy if we never see another city in a Sonic game. I, I like, have enough uh, of those in other video games. I, I like the skate park. I yeah, skate the cities park. are some of the best stuff, though. Everybody hates Nick. So what I would like say <laughs> is, man, it's interesting to have someone else making the shitty takes this time. Um... <laughs> It's not even just like natural environments, but what I will say is, to be fair, Sonic Forces actually did start to reintroduce a little bit of that lost Sonic-iness into the level themes that was lost in, say, Lost World. Well, yeah, can like we the, met that? the Metropolis yeah, level the in Metropolis. I mean, to be fair, great. though, the Metropolis, the Metropolis looked like a dump of Unreal assets, but like, yeah, it, it looked pretty cool. It, it, like, the it cities... did look like that, but it's still, I, I like the aesthetic of it. I liked running, like... If I had had a proper four to five minute Sonic level in in that area, like constantly dodging fucking shit from Infinite, I, that would have been hype. I wouldn't lie. I would have been fine. But yeah, no, bring back the butt rock, bring back the cities, bring back the urban kick, and then you've got 
more of your Sonic identity. Like it's that's not pandering things... to nostalgia. Pandered to my nostalgia. Right, well, Remember, but, 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 but here's the thing: if... don't fucking have Sonic pay. Sonic nostalgia as opposed to Mario nostalgia. So remember that I did propose a solution to this, a three-game solution, if you will. Oh. <laughs> I do it's want to go ahead. Long, isn't it? Is it is before it, we before we get again? back uh, on this uh, <laughs> on this, I want to go ahead and uh, keep reading through these super chats. Uh, Dragon Blair, fifty-seven, five dollars. Hey guys, was curious and wanted to ask, what other Sega games do you guys enjoy besides the ones with blue hedgehogs and mean beans? Conduit. I, I'm the only one who's going to answer that that way. I like the conduit. Just, what was the question again? Sorry, I completely zoned out for a second there. It's not the question's fault. It's not anyone's fault. Do you fault. like other Sega games? Oh, that no. aren't Sonic. <laughs> there you go. This is your answer. No. <laughs> for now. Might change. Might not. I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, Crazy Taxi. Space Channel 5. Um, Like Jet Set Radio. Yeah, Sega, Sega's got some good stuff, especially Dreamcast era. Might be, like, one of my favorite eras of games. So, yeah, definitely uh, kind of a long list for me. I don't know if I'm, like, as hardcore of a fan base for any of them, but there's al they always have, like, interesting ideas that I liked as a kid and into adult, and I'm always surprised to learn what Sega's actually produced. Um, so it kind of goes back and forth, um, especially since they do a lot of licensed stuff, because, like, one of my all-time favorite arcade games going to be lost world jurassic park and that is that is a sega joint they're using um they're using the engine that made house of the dead what it is yeah and, and sega did a lot of like i mean they're i'd say their their tip top stuff is probably the arcade games that was what they were always trying to bring home um from the genesis going forward i think that was kind of played what? in their downfall as well because you can't get a lot of longer experiences from from those games but they for quick Fun adrenaline field experiences. Uh, there really wasn't much else like it. Um, the racing games were just whack wackadoodle. Was um, was Shining Force? I know that was on the Sega the Sega Genesis, but is Shining Force actually a Sega product? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Then, then I have they to do have. I'm not saying they don't have those experiences, and they are some of the best out there. I just haven't experienced them myself, and I'm not going to bullshit you guys and tell you that's the case. Um, Panzer Dragoon Sagas apparently is incredible. I haven't played it rise star i want to say is what would be one of my favorites i've never beaten it i i really liked what i played but i've never beaten it um echo i like the aesthetic i like underwater games i've not beaten a single one of those but there is a sinister backstory behind echo as well if you ever looked that up oh my god uh yeah they're nick, weird dude it's, nick it, i am dragging you curious. One day when I look at the at the Echo games, I'm going to drag you into the abyss that is Echo the Dolphin, Defender of the Future, so you can witness the horrors that I had to endure as a child. Oh, no, dude, it's it's fine. I, I like, I'm scared of shit of the ocean, but I love the ocean. And I've played some games that just freaked the fuck out of me. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to play the 3D Echo game because I was super hyped for it when it first came out. And I... Uh... There is Never. some shit in that game that belongs in Silent Fucking Hill, and I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, dude. Deep Ocean shit's scary, and Echo does not fuck around with it. Uh, yeah. You ever play Monkey Ball? Yeah, I hate it. Oh. It's not the game's fault. It is my fault. They are brutally hard games to get the hang of. So I'm actually genuinely curious to try it out with, like, the gyro controls for... um. Because they're, they're bringing those in. That's something we should have brought up, right? Like, there, it is unquestionable that the Monkey Ball re-release is is far and away way better than the, the GameCube 
Dude, they're version. adding beat. Theory. Yeah, yeah, no, beat. Beat. God damn it, Cirrus. From Jet Set. Yeah, he's going to be in Monkey Ball. Yeah, but that's my point, though. Like, it's just like they're adding like quality of life improvements. They're all HD. They all look beautiful. It's and it's unquestionable. Like, obviously, this is the better game. And there's you know, I tell you what, the number one thing to do to make Sonic Colors Ultimate unquestionably better than the original is just add additional playable skins. And the thing is, they have that little um, that little character menu where you can choose your character. Let me icon. play a shadow in Tropical Yeah, but it's like, Resort. yeah, select shadow to have as a player icon. Like, fuck me. Just let me play a shadow in Sonic Colors. Like, you know what would be a fun idea? Because uh, I, I kind of want to combine your idea with uh, somebody else who was like saying that the Wisps kind of just took out other characters. And I guess that's true. Okay. And I, I am seeing Chow Mix and they're saying that the, the Wisps are the replacement of the Chow. They serve separate functions. I don't really think that's the same thing. I just don't think they're going to be bothering with all the, the A-Life stuff anymore. But that's, I mean, that's our loss as well. But what if we did have skins that had like exclusively like, you consistently had like the rocket power or the drill power. Oh god, rocket power. Something along those lines. And that's what you use the characters for. Like, you play Knuckles, and he just he always just has the drill power. That'd be fun. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a way of going about it, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you'd have to find a way to stop people from drilling into areas where they can't drill. I mean, then again, it would just stop him dead. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think that's bang on the money, to be honest. And obviously, Sonic can use, like, every Wisp. You could just have the other characters limited to a singular Wisp. Yeah. And, yeah, one that matches there personality also sorry i've just thought of a better way of wording my lost uh world argument is uh contemporary themes i don't think merge well with sonic sonic is not really about being contemporary and even when it shared themes with that like for example ice cap uh sandopolis they still had a very integral sonic signature to them that i feel like lost world lost so anyway moving on i i thought they brought like a mar a sonic theme into very mario styled level layouts i, I just don't think they very i very don't Sonic. think i don't think they did enough it, it I, still feels like i could just pop mario in that world and it would feel I'm, totally normal i'm actually gonna be honest uh, strange take with sonic lost world um i'm okay with that world having more mario styled practically everything because it is a different world it it is it is a functionally different planet than Sonic's planet that operates ostensibly on some of its own rules that Sonic's planet just doesn't. And oh, by that logic, isn't Planet Wisp the same? Well, basically, yes, my my fucking through line to my argument is part of the my issue anyway with current era Sonic is trying too hard to make it contemporary when like the best things about the best Sonic games are completely when they go against what's contemporary and make something unashamedly brash. What's contemporary mean to you, Pop? Um, like basics. kind of, yeah, kind of just the basics, kind of keeping it simple, kind of just, that's... um, but well, like, that's not what contemporary means though. No fuck face. That's not what I'm saying. It's like, uh, um, in the context of Sonic, I'm trying to describe contemporary, and it's like look at look at games like the um, original Sonics and stuff. They're unashamedly blockbustery, and uh, they show their age in places, but they're not ashamed of it, which allows them to age kind of gracefully. Even even with games like the adventure series and stuff, like they're unashamed of their identity. 
with the modern Sonic games and stuff, they're trying to dial that down a bit in favor of making something a bit more contemporary that can uh, connect with more modern audiences and at a larger audience. But personally, I think that shows a lack of faith in their IP. I don't disagree with you there. I think in terms of the terminology you're using, um, I, I don't think that's exactly what you're saying, but I, I get what you're saying. I think, I think that's why the... I, I propose what we've all been saying, which is like, it, it's too Mario. It's like, it's obviously trying to emulate what it was pushing against way back in, in its original state. And I don't disagree with that in the slightest. I just didn't mind the, the visual fidelity or the art direction of Lost World for what it was. I was much more concerned with it not being a smooth, seamless uh, gameplay experience. If you're going to go so far as to emulate what Mario's doing with Galaxy and with these silly-ass orchestra themes for every game starting with Unleashed, because that's where I feel like we first saw elements of them trying to copy Mario, I, I think you have to go so far as to make the gameplay king, because that's that's what Mario does before anything else. And instead, they're just trying to emulate something without truly understanding what makes it great. And Sonic should never feel like a like a like a shitty copy. He's always like, and also, and I, I, I agree think, with you completely there. Yeah. If we're also talking art style, I do think like the art style of Lost World flies up in the face of the Sonic model that they're using. Like for example, look at Generations and stuff. Green Hill is effectively Windy Hill. But Green yeah. Hill still has a very sonic look to it. It's very textured and stuff. Whereas you go over to Windy Hill and it suddenly looks a bit more Windy? Mario-y. Everything's, you can't rule out that it says Windy Hill and I it's, don't see much wind in there. It, it has windmills. That's part of the it aesthetic. It winds. It winds. It it has wind, it's and Windy it Hill. You can't rule out that it's Windy. The fuck is a hydrosity. <laughs> you can't rule out that it's Windy. Guys, like, how, how, do you spell, how, do you how would you spell Windy? How do you, how do you pronounce gyrosity grill? Fuck off. But like, um, <laughs> still, you can't, what I'm saying is you can't rule it out and it sure as hell looks pretty windy to me. Um, but like any fucking way, I think they would have benefited from having a more cartoonish looking Sonic running through that because I don't think modern Sonic looks like right in that area. Fucking Lost World. Anyways, do we have more Super Chats to read? We do. We do. Okay. So Devin McCann, uh, $2, which is the hottest version of sally somebody else reads super chats i swear to god which is the hottest version of sally um Nick i don't know they got extremely sexualized they extremely sexualized her in later archie stuff so probably like around po- then i think it's like post what issue 125 to like issue 200 or so that era sally's got like this weird model where like she's got very inflated breasts with like a uh with, like up. her leather jacket just kind of like attached to them <laughs> nick you have to leave the podcast you've been told to get lost you have to you have to get out of here man <laughs> no don't worry turns out i can just uh put users in timeout <laughs> yes. <out> here. imagine <laughs> you getting lost <laughs> so yeah no, i'm getting sick and tired of this idiot so Sorry, let's keep going funny um <laughs> can i just uh can i just uh a pitch in one thing um <laughs> um my preference so <laughs> fuck me um if you look at the ken penders era of sally <laughs> you look at that it... and think yeah that's a total normal way of drawing animals and stuff <laughs> and if you ask me um which sally is the most bangable it's not the ones with the balloon tits that are drawn completely anatomically fucking fucked 
it's more just the ones where you can tell that they've got some curvature going on, but they're not trying their yeah. best to titillate You guys have alarmingly my... way more detail than I do about this. So, so you want... So they're, so they're not trying you... so hard to titillate. You Maybe. want Princess Peach Sally, not Lola Bunny Sally. Oh god, am I quiet again? Oh no. <laughs> I know, no, no, you're still here, you're still here. What I'm basically... <laughs> I hate having this discussion. Is the... There's well, such a thing. So I'm, fine. Into it. I'm fine with this discussion. This discussion There's doesn't bother me in the thing. slightest. There's That's because you thing. have the biggest tits here, Cyrus. <laughs> There's such a thing. There's such a thing as too much sexualization for me. To the point where it loses its appeal because you're trying too hard. Oh, I agree to with that. I agree with that. You're trying too hard, Cyrus. Put some fucking clothes on. It, but, I am um, at the beach. Fuck off. You're not at the <laughs> fucking beach. There's a literal city outside All the right. window. <laughs> Guys, let's get, let's wrap up the super chats. Let's get to our yeah, second yeah. topic because uh, uh, I I don't have much time left. Okay. Do you have another one from Jamal Simmons? Two dollars. Do you guys like Virtual Cop series? Uh, to answer briefly, I've never played that, so nor um, have I. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Anyway, we also have one from <laughs> we also have one from the evil Dalek. Uh, Nick, I want an apology for you calling me the evil Dalek uh -oh. in the last Got stream, which you totally were yeah. a part of. <laughs> It's true, Nick. In the previous episode, there? you did. In the previous episode, you did mispronounce Dalek very badly. Yeah, you did. Wow, Nick. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember you. it. Nick, I had a crazy cold last week, guys. I don't know what was going on with me. I sound like a complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, you I think you still like got the cold. My brain you... just left with me. I don't know what happened, but evil Dalek, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. That will not happen again. <laughs> And uh, that Jordo team uh, hashtag team Emmy. Yeah, Was that you always have spelled? a fuck ton. I think of so. Yeah, account. I think that's how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, team team Emmy. No, okay, that's weird. Uh, Five dollars for hashtag team Trey. I'm not gonna misread a super that chat. Is not what that says. <laughs> <laughs> do we have uh, do we have any further super chats before we get to the next? That topic? is that is it for the super chats for now. All right, so we'll do topic. this next topic, and then we'll agree to never talk about Sonic Colors or anything related to it again until we played the game. <laughs> because that's Fuck. a promise from us to you guys that we may or may not. Break. We'll just talk about anything else. Forces. Anything else. Not okay. Even <laughs> forces. Even forces back on the table. Until it comes out and we've played it and we can say, hey, that's pretty good, or fuck me, that was terrible. We're not going to talk about Sonic Colors ever again. Okay? Okay. So, don't... We'll be back next week with more Sonic Colors, everybody. Oh, <laughs> fucking end yourself. <laughs> Stolen fan art. I would like to jump Ooh. to a wood chipper. <laughs> Let's Sorry. talk about this fan art stuff, because, yeah, yeah, we've uh, a lot of... Uh... You guys had a lot to talk about when I was like, hey, we should, what if we talk about this as like the main topic? And we haven't even talked about it yet. So, okay. So it, just a couple things about the fan art thing. We need to talk about how copyright and trademark works. That's probably a, a very important thing here. Uh, you took the time to do your homework on this, didn't you, Cyrus? Uh, yes. Awful. I actually, I, I wish, so unfortunately, I, I should have asked some questions about this sooner uh, because the my, my friend that I have is a lawyer, does not deal specifically with copyright law. So he's sent questions in to a lawyer friend of his that does deal with copyright law, and we haven't gotten stuff back from that, but I do have general answers uh, from what's been gotten here, and I can actually pull 
a lot of that up while I'm thinking about it. Uh, so first of all, there's a difference between copyright and trademark. Trademark has to do with logos and markings. Uh, copyright has to do with subjects. So uh, Sonic is not a, a thing that is trademark. Sonic is a thing that is copyrighted, but like the Sonic Colors logo uh, would be a thing that is trademarked. Um, now, in the, the situation that we're talking about specifically, apparently a, a fan made a fan render of Metal Sonic, and that fan render got used in a version of uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate that was shown. Apparently, in a later version, uh, that fan render is no longer used, but it appeared at one point, which means it's part of promotional, which means it's part of the conversation. Um, none of what I say is legal advice. Bear that in mind. I'm not an expert. I'm actually waiting on an expert to get back to me. So I'm giving general stuff that I know about this. Sega owns the copyright to Sonic as a character. Yes. But the individual art that is created by any artist, in at least in the United States, copyright is immediately created tentatively for that piece the minute you put pen to paper. You own the copyright to that thing. Now, do you have the ability to legally fight that in court? That depends on when you file copyright and this is also depending on on publishing um depending on where you publish a character uh something that you make you may actually forfeit copyrights uh copyright to that art uh, for instance uh with deviant art specifically there was a whole debacle and still is where if you post things on deviant art uh deviant art the the company that owns them actually maintains rights to publish your work wherever they want uh and this became an issue when they were like selling uh, artists work to hot topic apparently. Um, mm. yeah. And Cyrus, before you keep going, um, have we even explained what the situation is we're talking I, about? I just did earlier. The I, actually, I, I was uh, cutting yeah, out really bad. I no, apologize. Wait, hold up. Did you just explain though that like there is a render of Metal Sonic yes, in the game? I, right? I did. Okay, I don't quite recall. I don't that. remember that. Okay, I'll I'll say it again for Brett for just in case I missed it. Uh, there is a fan render of Metal Sonic in a, Sonic a, ver Ultimate. a version of Sonic Colors Ultimate. A version of there. Oh, okay. I've seen. I, I didn't know it had been removed. I've seen stuff on it Twitter that says be. that it may or may not have. So yeah. functionally, okay. it is an A version of Sonic Colors. It may or may not be the final one. The fan in question uh, has ben said that, has said that they are okay oh, with. I wanted to... <laughs> uh, that made sense for the end because I was going to say like all's well that ends well. Uh, Fenton XD has basically said it's okay. Yes. Well, it's a larger topic. Though. It's a, it's a, it's a larger, larger topic, topic than that, and it's not and it's not just okay in there because the fact the fact yeah, of the matter you... is, if an individual fan says that it is okay for you to use my individual work that I own the individual copyright to, that is not indicative of all fans who create work at all times. Nor is, and this is no. important, nor is Sega's general stance that their characters can be utilized as uh, as things Bad for other people's is. projects. That stance legally as a company does not give them the ability to or the wherewithal to take art that they have not created from someone else. It's not a two legally, it does not work as a two way street. So, in layman's terms, let's say that uh, Sega used a fan art in one of their games from an artist that was not okay with it. Mm -hmm. Would they have a case? there would the fan yep. have a case so the fan the fan would have a case but here's the problem there's two problems here one the specifics about that case i don't know because again the the copyright lawyer that i'm trying to get a hold of through a different lawyer friend 
has not been able to get back to me with that information. So I'm giving, I, I'm stuck giving general advice and not copyright strictly advice. Yeah. They they might have a case. However, if Sega wanted to counter sue, Sega has a case as well. And the fact yeah, is trademark because no, it's not trademark. It, it's copyright. Okay. Tra remember, right. trademark deals with logos. Okay. Trademark does not deal with characters and subjects. Characters and subjects are the realm of copyright. Right. It's this is stupid, complicated, and I hate every second of it. Um, but and again, this is none of this is legal advice. This is stuff that I'm I'm waiting for more information from as I can get it. But what Sega can do is they can they can engage as a counter. If this person were to sue and say, hey, you took my fan art, Sega can then send a, a cease and desist to them. And S Sega can send a cease and desist to them and say that you need to stop producing this work publicly. Because the fact that Sega has access to it in the first place is because the work has been shared publicly somewhere for them to grab. Sega has the uh, Sega being able to take it is indicative of that. So they can just throw a cease and desist and say, hey, I'm sending a and d here. They can also send, if they wanted to, they could send, uh, I think it's a notice to claim where they claim the assets under themselves. Like they have the ability to like take the copyright away uh, at that point. So like there's a lot of weird mechanical stuff here. And the problem that you run into in looking up stuff like this, and if you try this on Google, you'll probably run into the same problem I do. When you look up a lot of stuff where fan art law is concerned, most of the stuff you find is about whether or not it's okay for fans to sell fan art of copyrighted characters. That's right. almost all the information is on that topic. But of course, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a company seizing an asset created by a fan that while the company owns the copyright to the character, the fan owns the copyright to the artwork. But here's the other fun thing about copyright. It cannot be held by both parties. In this case, a company cannot hold the copyright to a character while the person owns the copyright to like the art style and all that other stuff here for a singular piece. It, the copyright is always going to be about the singular piece. And at the end of the day, uh, to quote the person who I have been trying to talk to about this specifically, all uh, all copyright conversations are a conversation about brand confusion. Like in the court of law, all copyright conversations are about brand confusion. Yeah. So that makes it it's there's a lot of dumb stuff here. And I wish for the like I wish for the life of me that I could have brought more information to the table here. But that's the information that I do have on this. On another note, and it does link to another issue, and it's not one that's uh, directly related to legal stuff. But um, basically, a lot of people are going to be wondering, how did this happen? And um, I think what happened is Sega probably didn't provide them with a Metal Sonic render. And what they've probably done is gone on Google and typed in Metal Sonic render and looked for the best one they could find. And I'm going to say this straight up. This is just an opinion, but like yours might differ. I would say that Fenton XD's Metal Sonic renders are better than a lot of the renders that Sega themselves has put out. And uh, what they probably did was like say, ah, that's a great one. We're going to use that. Now, when I typed in Metal Sonic render for this video's thumbnail, um, I found this specific render. And uh, it wasn't on Fenton XD's... Um, deviant art but instead on seek png a png hosting site now i fucking despise png hosting sites because it makes it 10 times more difficult to get a png to download for video stuff but as well as that it makes it harder to be able to tell when a render is fan made or official it says 
DMCA compliant on there, but there's no word of who made it. So the layman going on Seek PNG and looking up Metal Sonic is going to just think, that's an amazing looking render. Wow, Sega's best work yet. Let's implement it. Now, is there a case of doing better research? Absolutely. Oh, there's don't, a, there's don't a... use PNG hosting websites. Like, and... always get it from an official source. Go to Sega. Sega should have provided it in the first place. But PNG hosting sites are a big problem when it comes to fan artists. There's a and there's a reason for that as well. Specifically, let's take something like free PNGs as an example. Um, so there is a part. This is like with the DeviantArt publishing thing. So PNG hosting sites will actually have a legal disclaimer when you upload your resources to a PNG hosting site. You actually forfeit all rights. You forfeit all rights to that that PNG render. So like you might own the original artwork that might contain a background or whatever else, you might own that, but once you create a duplicate and you put that onto the PNG website, that duplicate is considered something that the PNG site owns the rights to uh, to do with what they will, and usually what they will do is they will put those items into the public domain where anybody has access to use them and they are just considered a blank asset with no intellectual property attached. So That's you're saying. Because yeah. you can find so many like official renders of things on those PNG hosting websites. Right, and anybody can upload them too. So how legal any of that actually is is dubious at best. Yep. But this is why it's as complicated as it is. It's a messy situation. And Chow makes proud of a good point. Could be a placeholder and uh, they just haven't uh, sorted it out yet. I mean, I keep seeing the arguments back and forth on how how good Colors actually looks. And people keep saying like, oh, it's just not a finished product yet. I'm like, this is, I mean... It's close. Uh, it, if it's, it's not mess. finished, it's close. Um, well, it's, and... it's just like the preview of this game has just been a, a complete roller coaster. It's been a nightmare. As um, well as this, though, they've also gone as far to edit the hand out of the front of uh, Metal Sonic's face. Right. Now, would they necessarily go so far as to remove his hand from in front of his face if uh, this were, you know, not going to be used in the official uh, product? Probably. Um, You'd be surprised, yeah. They might. Now, they, they did get lucky that uh, Fenton XD has been a really good sport about it and basically said, I hope they don't remove it. I'm happy to see my artwork in a game. But, like, that's not going to apply to every fan artist they do this to. Correct. And that's, you know, well, there, there is a greater problem. Sega's got to be careful with this shit, man. Ken Penders. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's I mean that's the thing. I mean, that's, that's fine. All well and fine. Trey's asking, so they own the copy of it, not the original. Not even that. Uh all that the PNG sites are doing at that point is just washing their hands of any legality yeah, that they have to worry about. It, That's so, all that is. Yeah, Sega, if that if that render is put onto a PNG site, it is not that Sega owns the copy uh, copy of that or the original, or that even the site owns the copy of that or the original. The disclaimer in most PNG sites says, by putting this on our site and using our hosting services, you forfeit the individual rights to this copy of this piece, and it becomes a public domain item so that item is now considered public domain and can be grabbed by another company for use because you as an artist uh are part of a functionally legally binding written agreement even verbal agreements at least here in the states are considered legally binding by the united states courts um, so basically png hosting websites are like fucking black markets for like stolen artwork with basically can, all the rights stripped away from it they and, can like, be I hate uh, PNG yeah. hosting websites. I cannot stress it enough. I fucking despise them. Now I hate them even more. We need to get those things off the internet, man. But if again, it... it's mostly there just to, so so these giant corporations can't sue the PNG site more than anything else. 
Yep, Meh. because by saying that uh, the PNG site doesn't own these things, if they were to be sued, uh, if they were to be sued, they would have to a, a company would have to look at them and say, or a court would have to look at them and say, okay, you're suing based on damages assessed. What damages are obsessed are assessed, and on what intellectual property have those damages been assessed? And at this point, the IP part of the conversation is literally stripped away from the PNGs themselves. It's what turns them into the public domain once they go on there. So it it puts them into an area where they're fairly safe legally to be hosting. Uh, it's it's weird and it's wacky and copyright law is all kinds of strange, but yeah. eh, that's how things are. Can I also yeah. just um, do a quick shout out to Fenton XD because their renders are so good. I'm just looking yeah. through their DeviantArt now and like can, can, Sirius, can you pull one of these up on screen because it is gorgeous. If you if you drop it in, I can put it on I, screen. I, yeah, I'll, I'll stick it in the Discord chat. It is absolutely As beautiful. As always, I am I am um, always here to make sure that the technical side of this works 90% of the time. Chalmers it, it, says so... it's crazy that it's it's crazy that they aren't liable to check that the person submitting an image has the rights to themselves. Yeah, I mean, that's I kind of, but I mean, like, that's kind of how the internet works. Most of our videos won't be able to be made if we had to just go and source all this shit. So, Dude, like, I, I can't, look yeah, I, I can't. I can't blame anybody for that. Look at the um, texturing on that glove. That is beautiful. Look at and... the shine on Metal Sonic. He looks so metallic. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Nick. We'll go back. Sorry, this Nick. This is not sorry, good man. for an audio show. Um, <laughs> and on the, on, the, on the other half of things, too, like, this is not the first time Sega has done this or any any specific game company. It's it's not... Making video games is not a... Uh, <laughs> it, it's not a clear-cut easy thing it's just as messy as any other workplace and i think some of the uh, end results of some some sonic games there's evident enough of that so hopefully it's it's just a a goof up on their end and they will be sure to swap it out before the final release even though we have as chow mix again has pointed out we have less than a month before <laughs> this fucking thing god i've never Nick, seen such a mess for a re re re-release it's not even a complete like but then, We're like a remaster. it's 2021 don't you know video games can be released unfinished because of the advent of paid dlc we have um a new super chat here from aka Huge shodan one. yeah or aka shodan uh 20 thank you buddy says at three points this week i've heard different non-sonic rants in regard to bees my brain goes to the same place every time pup what have you done I didn't mean to do anything here. They were the ones that made the bees into but, a big deal, not me. I was just making a throwaway comment. Pup didn't create bee theory. Bee theory always exists. Pup is just the prophet, the messenger. I I, I was created by bees. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> Junkyard Monkey Productions says, "Are you guys for unique Soros's stance on copyright?" Who, who now, the fuck is that? Is, if I, I was familiar, if I was familiar with them or their stance on on copyright, uh, then I could comment on that. But unfortunately, I really don't know, and I don't know this person, and I don't know if I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've tried to uh, showing up immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like with three results, none of which relate to it. Right. Yep. So we can't. Yeah, we can't. We can't really answer that because we don't know the person. And moreover, if you were to give a summation of their stance, we still would not be able to answer that honestly because it would not be the words of the of the original person to state them. And we'd be working off a potential straw man, regardless of whether or not you were trying to be very accurate. On a nice note, though, happy birthday, Trey! Oh man, 
Everyone say oh, happy birthday to Trey. It's no, not, no, not but it will September be. 7th. So everyone, oh. can we get happy birthdays <laughs> no, in the chat for Trey, please? No, we can't because pup, Happy birthday. Hashtag happy birthday. Okay, so how would you guys, let's let's say they release this game and this fan render is still present in there. How would you guys, if you had any kind of control over it, Sega, how would you guys handle it from there? Would you patch it? Would you just put it in the credits? The, shout out that dude? Or I, would, um, I would put it in the credits. Contact. I'd contact the creator, say, hey, is this cool? And if it says, yeah, Cre I'd be like, okay, your name's in the credits. Here's a, here's a happy meal. It, creator's already said it's okay, though. Like, because... because, because no, they, but double check. Yeah, but... But uh, double check. They, yeah. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> Yes, they're all wishing him a happy birthday in the chat. <laughs> so, do we know if the that because um we know the Sonic Racing we pick up there where they show oh, yeah, there was like a fan art thing in the background wasn't there. No, one of the cards in one of the casino levels had Sonya from Sonic Underground, one of the unmentionable characters, actually showed up in an official Sonic game. Do we know if she's been patched out? I don't think so because 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 that was in the Wii version, right? Yeah. Yeah, we we releases of games notoriously don't get patches anywhere near the rate or care that other games do. So I I doubt that that's been patched out in any significant way. Skyward Sword is like the only one that really comes to mind that actually got a significant patch and that had to be essentially downloaded as a completely separate channel. Even even Monster Hunter Try that got a shit ton of like event quests sent to it never actually got a patch to fix fundamental issues in the release of that game. So like it's just the Wii is just this weird. Um, uh, uh... Let me stop you. Um, Rhino saying that it was patched out. It was patched out. That's what he's saying. Um, oh, he's, oh, no, and Neosanic saying it hasn't. Well, I own the game, so, um, as soon as I get back home from my vacation, I will, I will find out for myself. Okay, it was on all versions except for the Wii. Interesting. We've huh. got another super chat from Devin McCann saying, it, it was Sonic probably up, it was probably patched on all versions except for the Wii. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Interesting. Which, which Sonic character would you want to get their own spin-off game? Knuckles. Yeah, Knuckles. I saw that coming. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Actually, I uh, actually Professor wouldn't. Pickle. I actually wouldn't mind Metal Sonic. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I was thinking Metal I, Sonic. I would, or, I would uh... like him as a uh, as a, I don't know if I want him as his own game. I think I'd like him as like a counter, um, like like a like a dark campaign, like an unlockable dark campaign, kind of similar to Episode Metal of Sonic Four. I I I think if you like just tweaked like the overall goals of what Metal's supposed to be doing. I think you could have a really cool uh, secondary campaign for a Sonic game. Let's have an Omega and Metal Sonic game. I, I was going <laughs> to say Omega. Either that or a uh, Tangle and Whisper. Yeah, I mean, man. That's why I love the IDW, IDW stuff. Like They not only design great characters, but they design it with the mentality of, of game design. We were like, wow, this is a great story. Also, I would fucking love to play this, and I'd love to play these characters. I made the point... That's, I made the point in my uh, my video that I just put up on the gaming channel that I'd like to see Dr. Starline as a boss fight specifically because I think he could do things that functionally Infinite was meant to do, but actually do them well. As he far as like really cool stuff, as far as like manipulation of like a random Jules powers and going, all right, I'm going to fuck reality on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be really cool. I agree. Um now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> I actually made that joke. I was like, he literally, he literally kicked Sonic and Silver's ass by thinking of portals. Yeah, 
See, I like Blaze and Silver. They could get a spinoff game, in my opinion. I agree, Chow Mix. That, that would be awesome. Tangle, Whisper, and Jewel would be cool. I don't know how you use Jewel, but sure. Um, yeah, no, look Jewel. at that. I just It does go to show like how beloved these characters are. I mean, a lot of these guys were already playable, the ones that we're mentioning. Yep. You know, even Metal Sonic. So it, it just goes to show like we, we love these characters, and there's definitely a lot of potential in that. Um, but yeah, uh, guys, I am going to have to wrap things up soon. I am sitting in the back of a very hot car. I got a lot to get done today, it's and true. my battery is about Wet to run out. harder, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to sweat for us, son. I'm Get already kicked it. Oh, oh my god. Oh god, describe gamer it. fuel. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally covered in gamer juice, everyone. Dude, I've been oh, trying to find oh. gamer fuel with the sherbet flavoring. I, it does not exist anywhere. I'm sad now because I just remembered that uh, my roommate last night, uh, he was on his way home from work and he stopped by a little 7-Eleven uh, that's real close to both of us. And he picked up some Sonic G fuel. And I was like, ah, shit. So I went over there last night and picked up some, and I thought it would be funny to drink Sonic G Fuel while we are doing a Sonic podcast, and I completely forgot to crack one open. Oh, good. It tastes like peach and Splenda. Gotta yeah, crack it's open great. A... It tastes like peach rings. It's like one of my favorite candies. Gotta crack open oh, a cold one like with peach the boys. I hate those well, things, I believe that but... the flavor was originally called Sonic's Peach Rings. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it's called, peach rings. I mm. fucking love peach rings. They're so, so they're good. made by peaches and not bees. I kind of forgot that was a candy. That's kind of clever. Peach. Yeah, no, they they do a surprisingly decent job for having no no sugar or anything in there. I don't uh, think I, I don't it like it very day. much, but I mean it does the job. Like I can understand. Like I took a drink of it and I'm like, yeah, anybody who likes this this stuff is, really, you know, that peach flavoring. Plus the can looks cool fun. as hell. It does. Uh, I definitely want to try out the chili dog stuff. <laughs> I think that was fake. Can no, we... it's real. It's very oh, real. Oh God! Oh no! Can we? One please of my patrons get... has it. Can we please get more Sonic blue curry? I would, dude. I wanted one of those so bad. Uh, Sonic popcorn. I just get the Sonic blue curry, drink it with a hot cup of chili G fuel. <laughs> yeah. Now coming oh, to man. a Wendy's near you. Yeah, well, gotta shit fast. <laughs> gotta gotta shit all morning, forever. <laughs> How's there so much of it? How much? <laughs> Bowels? No, you're gonna crash. <laughs> With that said, uh, since we are since we are coming near the end here and do need to wrap up, is there anything else we wanted to say before we go ahead and close out today's episode of We mm. Fucking Hate Sonic Colors episode twenty two? Yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, that's let's all talk I, about let's talk about anything else next. Next time. time, can we please just have like a movie podcast or something? Let's talk about you know, the Sonic OVA. That's we had such Sonic great OVA. discussions about like the Marvel TV shows after like the previous episode. Like, tell you what, I got an idea for you. What if we put up a poll? What if we kind of talk about this stuff after the show about some potential uh, ideas? Super we'll throw it up on a poll for our our uh, audience, and they will decide what our main topic is. Unless there's like some crazy ass news that we have to uh, discover. Unless that news is about next... Sonic Colors, in which case we burn it with a carpet bomb. If you're gonna bring a Sonic Colors, you can just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Let's let the fans decide what we do What what we do next week. Money dump from Sonic Bot. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you, Sonic Bot, for the money oh, the dump. The best kind. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Metroid. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Happy birthday, uh, Yeah. <laughs> 
And um, uh, yeah, one last thing, of course. Happy birthday, Trey. Oh my God. Holy oh, all right. So let's go ahead. Holy shit. Holy shit. Thank Learned you so much, Ledger. Music, you old grump. Keep up the good work, guys. Ah, thank I, you. I mean, for that kind of money, I'll appreciate any kind of music. Who, who doesn't um, appreciate that? What about Soul System by Trey? I don't like appreciate that for any money. Have you heard Persona 3's soundtrack? I don't like this fucking weird teeny bob Japanese garbage, man. I don't I, fucking I, like it. Whoa, I'm gonna, whoa, I'm gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's too late. I'm going to send you some tracks. man. I'm going to send you some okay. tracks. We hate you, Nick, but it's you, we still love you. I'm about to message you a track right now. You're going to listen <laughs> to that shit. All my stuff is dying. I will not listen to a single second of it. I will later. I will give it an honest shot. I think when it comes to sync game soundtracks, it's important to hear it in the context it was made for. So I will have to play those games and actually give it an honest shot. Well, you start with Persona 3 because you're going to have a really hard time enjoying that game if you played the other ones later. Because while Persona 3 is my favorite, it's one of the worst ones. I know how to play I... video games, dog. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that said, anybody else have anything else we want to say before we, we, we sign off? Um, Thomas, give me back my money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Tom Topics. It turns out that when you upload your money to our free money hosting website, it becomes... <laughs> you lose the copyright to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, um, guys, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us in Sunset City. Hope you enjoyed your time with us here. If you want to see more of our content, I, uh, I have been doing things weekly. Unfortunately, being on vacation, that wasn't the case here, but I will have the finale for my coverage of the Metal Virus next week, and my patrons are deciding what we do with Sonic Speed Reading from there, but we will take a break to cover some uh, video game things I've been wanting to discuss for a minute. So you can find me on Game Apologist on everything devin thank you again for dropping thank money you, oh devin. my god been way too generous this this episode you if you want to find cirrus yeah <laughs> if you want to find cirrus he's cirrus the skeptic over on youtube neko cirrus on everything else even his secondary gaming channel that's n-e-k-o-s-u-r-i-s i don't know if everyone knows how to we're, spell it out or not but we're we're doing the beach arc right now if you like beach episodes you can also find Wayne at everything Wayne is boss, one word. He's got an excellent YouTube channel. He's on Twitter. Uh, I believe you're doing a bit of Twitch now too, right? I'm trying to get back on that, yeah. I, I, it's it been a little dry over the past week, um, but maybe tonight I'll stream some more Spider-Man. We'll see. And of course you can find Channel Pub, the creator of the horrible scent Chanel Pup over on his YouTube website. It's not a good joke. I was really proud of it in my head. Um, but he's at <laughs> Channel Pup at YouTube, on Twitter. Uh, not Twitch streaming yet, but I imagine we'll we'll get him on there at some point. We'll drag him kicking and screaming to the purple overlords. And he is doing his coverage currently on, um, well, all pretty much DS and 3DS Sonic stuff. I think you just released uh, uh, your Sonic Lost World 3DS video, right? And it gave me a fucking urinary tract infection. So if you're waiting on all of us to, to talk about those specific games, because they really don't get enough attention, um, he is currently... Well, I think you're just wrapped up now, aren't you? With Lost uh, World? No, we've, we've still got um, Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal and Sonic Ooh. Boom Fire and Ice to go. Okay. There you go. Yeah, so go check out his stuff. He's been marathoning. It's been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find all of us. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out.